Hello, my name's Pete. This is Social Distance. Wowee, that was so quick. I can't believe it. Well, there we go. It is weak source. Weak source, man. Weak source. Let's go through the tier three. Let's go through the tier three tree. The tree three tree. The tier three tree. <laughs> Sounds like a um, an Irish racehorse. Uh, or a race meat. Do they call it a race meat? Do you remember that horse meat scandal? That was fun, wasn't it? Right, the tree, tree, tree. So, what we got here going on then? Old Bonson Johnson, the sausage was up. And, um, oh, fucking, it's, it's not going to do anything, is it? It's really not going to do anything. It is weak source. Most of the country in tier one. Tier two is the vast majority of the northeast and the northwest and Yorkshire and uh, places in the Midlands that have had local restrictions placed on them. And the only difference is that now, with that rule of six bollocks, they can't eat indoors. Well, that's going to make a big difference. <laughs> so, I mean, I have been complaining about the insanity of that, that you can, you know, get together, like six people from diff- six different households, get together inside. So, okay, it, it is something, it is not nothing, but it is weak source. And it is not going to stamp out this virus. I mean, there's clearly no chance of that happening at all. So, okay, but that's tier two. What about tier three, I hear you ask? Well, in tier three, casinos and betting shops and um, uh, pubs that don't serve meals can close. Okay, but the vast majority of pubs do sell meals. The vast majority. There are a couple of, you know, old school wet pubs, as they're known, that that refuse to sell meals, you know, and they're just like boozers. But there's hardly any of those, basically. So, you know, is that really going to make a difference? And that is the only other difference. Oh, and also you can't, of course, you can't meet indoors and you can't meet outdoors as well. So, okay, fine, but it's not enough. You can still go to the pub and, you know, all restaurants are going to be open, unbelievably, and all pubs are going to be open as well, apart from a tiny proportion of pubs that don't serve um, food. And the only place that is going into Tier 3 to begin with is Liverpool. And it's extraordinary. I mean, Liverpool... um, the guy from the Liverpool local newspaper, what is that? Is that the Liverpool Echo, is it, I think? Um, he asked an excellent question at the press conference. He said, you know, what is this? Is this just that you're, um, you know, putting restrictions on people that are never going to vote for you? Or is it that you're just totally incompetent? <laughs> it's fantastic. And you're absolutely right, buddy, who works for the Liverpool Echo, if that is the paper you work for. Um, you know, a Tory will never get uh, anywhere in Liverpool. Liverpool and the Tory party are, have been at odds since the 80s, at least since the 80s. And, um, you know, uh, just a kind of the, the amount of grief that Liverpudlians have had to put up with for the last, like, you know, 40 years, basically, because of the fucking Tories is just a joke and so now you know what's going to happen the gyms also are going to close and leisure centers as well are going to close so what's going to happen well the virus is clearly not 
um, going to go anywhere. It's just weak sauce. It's not enough. It's really not enough. And this idea that everyone's, uh, whenever Johnson is criticised for not going further far enough, his stock answer now is, well, you know, I know that there are those calling for a national lockdown, and uh, but I think that you know the dangers of a na- national lockdown are very well known, you know, mental health and blah blah blah, and then he just fucking goes off on one, and you think. There are very few people asking for a national lockdown. What we're asking for, more than anything else, is a working test and trace program. That is how you get on top of virus. Listeners to this show, you'll be you know, not surprised that I say that. Because I say it every time in response to one of Sausage Johnson's stupid fucking interventions, you know, that always lead to nothing. And the, he also then goes on about, well, you know, you've got to get the balancing act. And fucking Whitty was at it. Or you've got to get the balancing act all everywhere in the world. He's trying to get the balance in act right between, you know, get, going down hard on the virus and making sure that you don't crash your economy. When are they going to fucking learn? The more, the harder you come down on the virus, the quicker you recover. And then you can recover your economy. It is so, like, the evidence is out there. I'm not making this up, right? The evidence is out there. Look at New Zealand. Look at New Zealand. For Christ's sake, somebody, please, look at New Zealand, yeah? Look at Vietnam, yeah? Look at the few places in the world that have got in contact with this. We've got listeners in those places, obviously, because, you know, they uh, they discriminate brilliantly in their podcast choices. So, you know... It's just weak source. It's just going to get us nowhere at all. A last old Starmer, rather than saying, you know, we need test and trace, but I basically support it. A last Starmer's kind of realised, well, actually, this is, you know, it's not going to go far at all. And uh, this is what he said about it. But I have to say to the Prime Minister, I'm now deeply sceptical that the government has actually got a plan to get control of this virus, to protect jobs or regain public trust. We've tried to give the Prime Minister the benefit of the doubt, but it increasingly feels like the Prime Minister is several steps behind the curve and running to catch up with a virus that he has lost control of long ago. So there you go, yeah, absolutely. Talk about behind the curve, you not wrong there, Keir. You're not wrong there, Keir. And also Witty at the um, press conference said this very interesting thing. Very interesting. Because he said that basically Tier 3, they've kind of gone into Tier 3, whereby it's not just one thing. It isn't what I uh, just described there. That's the base of that. That's the basic kind of Tier 3 uh, package, if you like. And Witty realises that, you know, I mean, obviously he fucking knows that this isn't, you know, good enough, that it's weak source. And um, in front of old Sausage Johnson himself, he said, I'm very confident the measures currently in place are helping to slow the virus and these measures will help slow it further. I'm not confident, and not, that's not his voice, is it? Sorry, I won't do that voice. I'm not confident, and nor is anyone confident, that the Tier 3 proposals for the highest rates, if we did the absolute base case and nothing more, would be enough to get on top of it. 
and that is why there's a lot of flexibility in the Tier 3 level for local authorities, guided by their directors of public health, to go up to that range so that they can do significantly more than the absolute base. The base will not be sufficient, but there are additional things that can be done within that guidance. So basically, that Whitty has agreed with old Johnson, who is clearly under a lot of pressure from that psychopath that runs Weatherspoons, you know, and all these, you know, ridiculous um, Tory black backbenchers who just want to, you know, kind of enrich themselves and enrich their friends, and they couldn't give a damn, you know what I mean? They, these people couldn't care less whether we die, basically. So he clearly realises that, you know, he's deeply unpopular because he's such a lazy fucker who doesn't do any work with old long Covid up both his legs and right up his spine. So he's thought, right, let's do a deal with Witty, whereby we say to Witty, we're just going to do the absolute bare minimum. Like, we're not even going to close the pubs, for Christ's sake. Like, it's unbelievable. The pubs, oh yeah, stay open. Oh, tier 3? Is this Tier 3, Prime Minister? Yes, yeah, Tier 3, yeah. Pubs stay open. Oh, you know what, the restaurants, they're going to stay open as well. Brilliant. And But we are going to close the gyms and the leisure centres, so that might do something, you know. I mean, Andy Burnham, but, so just to follow that brilliant uh, bit there, but in it, we're going to give you the flexibility to work with the local public health authorities and, you know, you can fucking flex your muscles with those guys, you know. But Andy Burnham is asking for uh, the, the powers to uh, close people. Like a short, sharp, you know, alert, be, be alert, be on your uh, guard because Burnham's in town, right? Burnham, the sheriff, you know, walking around fucking Manchester High Street, sees a place that doesn't conform to COVID secure regulations, goes in there, closes it. That's the powers that he wants. You know, like uh, the powers that somebody that wants to get on top of the fucking virus, you'd expect would want. Do you know what I mean? But at the moment, it's just like, it is not going to shift. And why does it need to shift? Well, let's see. Burnham and Manchester are in Tier 2 with, like, you know, the only place in Tier 3 is Liverpool, right? 300 cases on average in the whole of Greater Manchester. 300 per 100,000 population. In Liverpool, it's 500 on average across the Liverpool, you know, city area. But in Knowlesley, which is a, you know, kind of neighbourhood in, in Liverpool, it's 700 per 100,000. So that means one person in every 200, well, more than one person in every 200, has got COVID-19. I mean, that is extraordinary. So something needs to be done, you know. And, you know, all of these... Um, local authorities and you know all of the kind of leaders and the mayors the council leaders are essentially kind of in a uh, in a fight with central government whereby they want to get more control in order to kind of like work on the data that they know and like actually have the powers to move you know and to shift this damn thing but of course sausage johnson and whitehall and you know the UK government, Westminster government, are not interested in relinquishing any powers at all. Now, it looks like it's got so bad with the National Test and Trace 
that finally, 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 after months, there's a little bit of uh, uh, collaboration in terms of if you can't get in contact, if a test and trace national call center person can't get in contact with somebody that they're trying to contact within 24 hours, they then pass it on to Greater Manchester, for instance. And those public health guys, you know, go around and speak to the people. <laughs> you know, probably a bit better than some anonymous, you know, phone call that you're going to get when you're probably at work or, you know, you don't answer your phone, you know. And who answers their phone to, like, an anonymous number? Nobody. It's not as bad as the States. You know, you've got to go through, you know, barriers of, uh, like, kind of fortress-like answer machines uh, before you even speak to a human. We don't really have that in the UK. But... You know, it's all to do with local powers and the government are not interested in local powers. It's all to do with giving money to places where they traditionally have never given money because, of course, the, uh, the cities and the kind of uh, populous areas in the north traditionally are Labour. I mean, Liverpool is Labour, 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 through, through, through. I mean, you know, the Tory government was essentially complicit in a major... Uh, police corruption scandal involving the death of 96 Liverpool fans in Liverpool, you know, so no love lost between the fucking Tories and Liverpool, yeah um, so my bottom line is that it's not going to shift anything at all, basically we need a circuit break at the very least, a cir- even a circuit break isn't kind of, you know, good enough but a circuit break at the very least we need test and trace to be working We need masks, we need a massive um, uh, kind of public uh, awareness campaign. Take vitamin D, face space masks, uh, you know, wash your hands, all the kind of basic things that we should be doing. But the main thing, and the thing that I think has broken the back of COVID in the UK, and I think is probably unfixable, is trust and witty knows this and he said tonight it's not going to work if everyone doesn't get on board like all of us doesn't get on board well we're not going to get on board not us i mean we all fucking do it you know the people that listen to this show but the uk population generally they have lost trust in um, johnson over cummings and i think that that's broken now i think that relationship basically is broken and there's nothing that they can do about it he's not going to get rid of Hancock he's not going to get rid of Dido Harding he's not going to change anything basically you know so every couple of weeks we're going to see hospital uh, admissions rise even more than they are at the moment we're going to see deaths go up even more than they are at the moment we're going to get go see cases get close to you know the kind of uh, COVID symptom study app uh, number that comes out every day and uh, as long as the R is above one obviously it's going to be keep keep spreading and you know maybe in three weeks time four weeks time he comes back and says something else every time he doesn't get on top of it you know like what's his name says he's behind the curve and every time he doesn't get back on on top of it he's again like breaking that trust you know you do it or you go home and you know he's not going home he's not telling us to go home (laughs) 
Anyway, I don't think much is going to come of it. Hopefully I'm wrong, because it would be wonderful if it worked. But there's no, well, what's changed? There's very little has changed. Very little has changed. And Witty knows it. You know, everyone bloody knows it. Thank you very much. I run to the shop. Bump into everyone. Say, have you heard? Have you heard the news? There is a podcast called Social Distancer. Share it, like it, astound your friends. Everything you want to hear about. The greatest public health emergency in any of our lives. Four times a week, and it is free. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and an omnibus on Sundays. Fucking great dancing. So it's worth considering also what um, Sage are recommending to the government and the difference between what they're recommending and what is actually being put in place. So these recommendations came out in, um, I think it was the middle of September. Quote, a package of interventions will need to be adapted, uh, adopted to reverse this exponential rise in cases. Single interventions by themselves are unlikely to be able to bring R below one and they've got a high confidence in that. The shortlist of non-pharmaceutical interventions, NPIs, that should be considered for immediate introduction includes, so this is uh, mid-September they wrote this, yeah? A, a, so for immediate introduction includes A, a circuit breaker, a short period of lockdown to return incidents to low levels. B, advice to work from home for all those that can. C. Banning all contact within the home with members of other households, except members of a support group bubble. D. Closure of all bars, restaurants, cafes, indoor gyms and personal services, e.g. hairdressers. E. All university and college teaching to be online unless face-to-face teaching is absolutely essential. The only one, so that's the end of the quote, the only one they did around that time was the U-turn on working from home. They said, work from home if you can. Didn't really make much of a fucking, you know, deal out of it. No actual sustained, you know, public health advice around that or kind of public messaging around that, but they did say it, you know. Um, Where would we be if we actually had a circuit breaker, a short period of a national lockdown for a couple of, um, you know, a couple of weeks? Uh, even, maybe not even a national lockdown, like, okay, take the fucking south out of it, yeah? But you got London, where it was rising, and still is rising, uh, well, it's rising everywhere, but, uh, you know, rising fur, fur, quicker than the southwest and the southeast generally, and then you've got, obviously, Manchester, you've got that whole of the northeast, the northwest Yorkshire area, you've got areas like Nottingham and um, Birmingham rising as well, so what if there was a, a circuit breaker in those areas where the cases were rising quickly? A month ago this was, like roughly. Um, what if 
um, all contact from home. So no, never mind this rule of six bullshit that they, you know, said, which I've always had a problem with because of the logistical ridiculousness of it. Just stop seeing people if you're not living with them. Obviously, if you're, you know, fucking somebody's like looking after your son or your daughter or whatever, then those arrangements can continue. Of course, they can continue, you know? But stop socialising with people outside your house. It's not that fucking difficult. And then what about this big one here, right? Okay, um, closing bars and restaurants. Fantastic. That's probably going to make a bit of a difference. You could argue that you wouldn't then have that massive spike that we've seen recently with, um, you know, in the 20s, people in their early 20s. And that's kind of the, the big fear is that that is people socialising, you know, to a, to a part. And I spoke about the controversy of that because people are saying it's just 5% of the cases is um, from pubs and restaurants. But then other people say, well, if you actually look into it, the um, 30% of that, uh, you know, uh, 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 25 and under group, which is like the big, one of the big spikes is um, through bars and restaurants. So, you know, all of the kind of 21, 22-year-olds are going to the bars, going to the restaurants, and loads and loads of them are getting uh, COVID-19. Overall, if you look at kind of all cases, that's kind of obviously a much smaller number, but for that group, it's quite big, apparently 30%. But anyway, close the fucking bars, restaurants for a couple of weeks, see if it does any good, yeah? Um, it's not going to happen. This is Sage's, like, it's not some fringe group here. Do you know what I mean? This is Sage's recommendations a month ago to Boris Johnson. The only thing he did was say to people, work from home if you can. Didn't ever back that up with saying it ever again. Do you know what I mean? But he said it once, you know. And Sage said a month ago, Close all bars, restaurants, cafes, indoor gyms and personal services like hairdressers. What about this one? I mean, how many tens of thousands, literally tens of thousands of young people would have been like, like their, you know, late September into October would have been saved the ridiculousness of the situation they're in at the moment. All the university and college teaching to be online unless face-to-face teaching is absolutely essential. Well, you could argue very easily that there is no face-to-face teaching that is absolutely essential. And, you know, tens of thousands still now of uh, UK-based university and college students are under self-isolation. It seems to be like, you know, it's running pretty well in terms of, you know, kind of keeping it in-house, as it were, but it's totally unnecessary, obviously predicted, everyone fucking predicted it. We now know, I mean, you know, Independent Sage predicted it, we now know from this information that's just come out tonight that Sage also said, well, you know, let's not get the universities back, basically. So what would have, you know, where would we be if they had followed the advice of the scientists. No wonder Witty said, you know, um, level tier three isn't going to work on its own. Like, you know, the base level of, you know, basically fuck all isn't going to work, you know. So we'll see where this goes. The priority needs to be masks, uh, needs to be, um, you know, keeping the schools open. 
And, you know, I'm, I'm sympathetic to that in a large part, but that's not my priority. My priority is eliminating this fucking virus as best we can. And I think that for all of the... There, there can be contingencies for children who are hard of hearing, for children that have communication difficulties, but I do not see why the vast majority of children can't be wearing masks in school. They've got their masks on them. They wear their masks on the bloody bus, most of them. They wear their masks in the shop, yeah? So, do you know what I mean? Maybe it's a good idea to wear their mask in the school as well, and that would have an effect. I know that Sage say that it has a low effect, but all of these things, if you do low, 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 if you do all of them, the idea is that you pull out all the stops with something like that, you know? Not pull out one fucking stop halfway and then just ask, fuck it, it's a bit too fucking difficult, you know what I mean? And our mate, you know, Tim Weatherspoons, supported us in Brexit, so we don't want to piss him off. So anyway, you get the gist, I'm not very excited or happy or, um, uh, you know, kind of interested <laughs> in in uh, his proposals or sausages proposals. It's same old, same old, weak source, weak source. Anyway, um, on to other things now. Uh, what should we think of now? Let's think. Um, don't know. Are there any? An- oh, Kingfisher. Kingfisher. We've had recently. We've had fly. Didn't we? We had fly last night. That was quite good, wasn't it? Now let's think of a kingfisher. If you don't know a kingfisher. If you're living in a country where kingfishers are not, you know, on, on every street corner, because in Britain they are, see them all over the fucking place, like pigeons, like green fucking pigeons. Are they green or red? I think maybe they're green and red. Anyway, a kingfisher is a gorgeous looking bird. And um, picture it in your mind's eye. Now, if you've never seen a kingfisher, just imagine it. it's got a beak, got legs, it wears glasses, it's got a tiny little moustache, like a Poirot moustache, yeah? One, two, three. Walk between the raindrops, take care of yourselves. Thank you ever so much for listening. And I'm going to say it again. If you like the show, subscribe. Press the subscribe button. Press the subscribe button. Never miss a show. And tell your friends. And if you want to, write a review make sure it's good five out of five stars thank you very much thank you very much say like you know how oh, i'm really charismatic and c-h-a-r uh, <laughs> really charismatic really funny fucking funny do really good bits our singing is really immaculate immaculate singing i-m-m-a-c-u-l-a-t-e <laughs> Anyway, thank you ever so much. Le- next episode is going to be uh, going to go back to the old US because I'm sure Trump would have fucked up by then. Uh, Wednesday. Take care. Bye.